Our job is, is to love others without stopping to inquire whether or not they are worthy. As he goes on to say, it really isn't our business. It's not our business to talk about people, to find out whether people are worthy or not. That's God's business. It's not our business. You're listening to the In All Podcast. Unpolished stories of hope dealers who share their experience of reliance, recovery, and renewal. These are everyday Houstonians who are a part of Mercy Street, a church community in Houston, Texas. We believe God is in all places and working in all people to create a safe harbor of hope and restoration. Go to inallexperience.org to find your story in all stories and see how we all find God in all our stories. Yeah, that quote has resonated with me for years. And and it's interesting because it has been a journey. The journey and it's, it was when we were going through stuff with our son, the, the substance abuse issues. And it just, everything just started becoming crystal clear. Just, it doesn't matter who this person is, what their story is, where they're coming from, rich, poor, whatever. It doesn't matter. Just love them. Just love them. I mean, that's, to me, that's the essence of the Gospels. It's Jesus right there. Just love on him. MS is a mysterious disease. It's a, it, you know, it affects the central nervous system. It's a neurological disease. It affects the central nervous system, which basically, at its worst, your brain, the communications between your brain and your central nervous system are disrupted. Our nerves are covered with a sheath called myelin, and the myelin's being attacked by my body. And so, when that's being, when that's gone, my brain can't talk to the nerves. And so, and every person with MS is, has different challenges. So that's probably why doctors are so baffled by it. Um, yeah. So I've had it for a long time. When I was diagnosed, they said I even had it probably six to ten years prior to that. So you know, just when it starts manifesting itself. So, you know, um, it, to, to truly say, I don't know what my day is going to be like every day I wake up, it, it, it's true. I don't know. But I think the, 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 I really try not to dwell on, dwell on it all. Um, the part that I don't like to think about, and this is why, because I break down, is, is the stress it might put on David, having to be my caregiver at times and having to shoulder a lot more than you probably had planned but um but he's he's good he doesn't complain and yeah other than that i it's good i just don't like to be a burden sometimes you know you get i get um overwhelmed maybe is that if that's the right word um i just need to see it through wing it and and just, yeah, just, and not let it affect me because that, whatever happens that day will pass maybe a day or two, but it's typically just a day or so. And then life is, it's okay. Like it's, it's good. Um, the memory stuff doesn't ever get better, but that's, I think David's learned to cope with it. If I ask him four times in one day, the same question he learns to, <laughs> I think he's very patient. <laughs> but she does conveniently remember anything that uh, helps her in an argument. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, and what and, and it's funny because MS, I mean, it's kind of tying it in, but that's made me so much more thankful for so many, so much, you know, 
I'm thankful every morning waking up and being able to get up and walk because I have a lot of friends with MS who aren't quite as fortunate right now, but they're, they've got great attitudes, but you know, or just even, you know, some people say, oh gosh, you have multiple sclerosis. Yeah, but I think there are worse things, but I don't know. It's what I, this is just my thing. And I don't know. I, I, it's all, it's all good in my book. I mean, you know, do I wish I didn't have it? Well, sure, but well, whatever. It's still good. It's all, life is good. And I've never gone to where I'm angry at God. Because I don't think God caused it, this. And I think God helps me get through it. So I'm not angry at him. Um, and, 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 you know, it's came up with issues with, you know, when our, our son, when our marriage was not doing so well long ago. And I'm just, ne I've never, I don't know why, I've never been angry at God for any, I mean, I just... I've never, I know it sounds weird and sounds abnormal, but I've never been angry at God. Um, I'm always thankful for where I am and what he does provide for me. So once I quit swirling around, once I remember I'm not helping myself, there's only one person that can do that or one thing, you know, God, lots of comfort. When we were deep, well, yeah, deep in with, with our son, and it was just bad. And I remember um, it was the typical, okay, God, you have him. I, I, I relinquish, but then I'd always take back control and try to control the situation. And there was one, it was one point where, and I, I, I just, I just knew I can't do that anymore. I, I had reached the point where it's like, it, it's, I'm at my end here. And I told, and it was God, I, I really do totally give him to you now. I give you my son. I'm not taking it back. I'm not relinquishing anything. You got him because what I'm doing is not working. We're, you know, he was still in and out, um, in and out on the, and he made it on the street. That's amazing. When we had to kick him out of the house, he was homeless. Um, and I just, I'll never forget this feeling of calm. And I can still feel that sensation when I think about it. Just what enveloped me was amazing. And it was, and what was amazing was afterwards is how our son started really. Yeah. It got better. Everything got better. He, he got better. He has been, yeah. It's been amazing, you know, in college now, doing very well. And I gave God control and I really didn't take it back from him. My faith progressed and becoming even closer to God. Mercy Street just seemed the right place at the right time then. And, I, and it still is all these years later. I just, it just keeps bringing me deeper and deeper because I, that's where I see God at work. All, every every week, day in and day out, and just you know, meeting with people during the week or whatever from Mercy Street, and just keeping that connection going. And I just feel total acceptance across the board, no matter what you're coming in with. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Mercy Street is the place, and I've said this over and over again. I'll keep saying it. That's when I really, true. I mean, I've always felt God's presence, but I really really knew God was there 
it was just miracles happening all the time at Mercy Street is the way I see it. Just, just within every member of that church, at that best, you know, Mercy Street, it's just, it's amazing to me. Yeah, it's home, it's home in my heart. I'm not gonna sit at home and mope about what's going on in my life because that's just ridiculous. And I think it was through going going through um, the issues with our son when he was a teenager and really loving the other teens that were involved in the um, program that he was involved in and just loving on those kids all the time because they were great kids. They were having, they were just, they made stupid choices. They made bad choices, but I just loved them. And it just kind of started opening up where I would, I, you know, I can handle these teams. I can work with these teams. Um, and then Greg going to revision, Greg Taylor going to revision, that opened the door too. And I just kept thinking, yeah, this is, this is, this is, I can see myself doing something, but dragging my feet about it just because, you know, it's out of the comfort zone. But um, I currently go down, go to Ellis once a month um, to visit with the, with the um, youth offender program with the teens there. And I just love going. I, tr I hate missing when I miss. I hate missing my one, you know, it's once a month and I, I would go every week if I could. I love those, those kids who, again, made bad, really bad choices in some of their um, but they sometimes have really bad backgrounds, too. Um, I love being with them. It's just been to, to just mm, just share the couple hours every month with them. It's amazing. Yeah, and I'm just going to continue doing what I do and just keep listening to God and where He's going to direct me next. Finally jumping into being a, a mentor to a young girl and I hope I don't mess her up. So that's where, that's where I stand. But God's got to guide me. And I cannot wait. I really can't. Because, yeah. And I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing until he opens, you know, says, no, now you belong over here. And it's just listening. And, yeah. I'm lucky to be able to do this. I really am. Thanks for listening. When we gather in homes or coffee shops to listen to the In All podcast, we've saved you a seat. Go to inallexperience.org to check out locations for the In All groups in Houston.